0: This is the first episode of Production Pod, you know, so we're going to be interviewing producers, entrepreneurs, entertainers that are in the industry that actually want to produce things because if you ever want to create anything, you have to produce it so i'm here with the legendary the one and only veronica clanton higgins in the building so what's up hey
1: mark i'm so excited to be here uh with you i'm just excited for everything that you do so yes
0: thank you thank you i appreciate that like that's a blessing that's a that's a real blessing yeah um so i, I want everybody to know like who you are what, what is it that you do right
1: okay uh Look, like I don't know about production, right? So I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) no, my name is Ronica Clayton-Higgins. I am a mental health therapist, a social emotional wellness expert, mental health consultant. I am the founder of TEDx Compton Boulevard, the founder of Compton Wellness Collective the CEO of VCH Prosperities and VCH Prosperity Consulting. And I'm also the host of the Attentional Healing Podcast. Come on
0: now. You just like break it down, <laughs> let the world know. Like, bah, 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 I got
1: 15, years.
0: Yes, man, you do. So uh, what I'm excited for today is like actually talking about, you know, you creating, like you being the license holder of Compton Boulevard TEDx, like what sparked that the idea of you like wanting to do a TEDx in Compton?
1: Um, I I love TED talks, right? And I remember I was on social media. I think it was Facebook, and someone I knew was at a at TEDx Crenshaw. So I saw a few people that I knew they were at the TEDx Crenshaw. I was like, oh, we could host TED events, right? Mm. I didn't know about the ex, I just knew about the Ted, and so I said, hmm, let me check this out, because I was so tired of people thinking, everyone from Compton, that we're a monolith, like we're all gangster rappers or basketball players, nothing wrong with those things, right, but there's more to the community of Compton outside of music and sports, and I was like, well, what if I got the license to share those stories of the scholars, Mm -hmm. the inventors, the advocates, the activists. And so I did the research. And when I found that I could get a a license to host a TEDx event in the community of Compton, I was like, this is exciting. People need to know Mm. who Compton and what Compton is. And so I I went forth with it.
0: Well, like, how was the first time that you were like, I guess, introduced to, like, a TED Talk? Like, who, like what was it are oh. you, like, yo, the first time you saw one?
1: or? Well, I am, another hat I wear. Uh, I'm also a professor, adjunct, um, adjunct professor and a professional um, trainer. So I do professional development for organizations. So I use TED Talks in my trainings that I do for individuals, oh, okay. so uh, that's how I became familiar with Ted. I cannot recall the first time I saw a Ted um, video, but I know that Ted was pretty much a part of the work that I do when I'm educating people and I'm trying to find the story to connect to the work. I will use a good Ted video, uh, I, I and that is my introduction to it, just using it in work. Um, Like I did, I do this training called the sexual assault of males, right? Because people often overlook that men could be assaulted as well in prison um, as youth. And so I remember it was this very powerful TED talk that I found where a gentleman shared his story, but it's the way he shared the story, right? And it just made a profound impact. And I'm like, this is so beautiful. So when I thought about doing TED, I wanted the stories that were shared to have an impact like that gentleman's story had so mm. yeah
0: so how is like i guess the storytelling aspect connected like you know when we when we talk about like you being from compton mm-hmm. right some of the looks you make you be like you from compton girl so how was it growing up so you know and then i think about that storytelling and tedx like how how did that like connect
1: well um i believe as a therapist we always encourage people to share their story share their narrative right and i'm fat okay. okay i grew up on the east side of compton i went to kelly elementary and i never forget i was in fifth grade because i love to write yeah. i actually love to write right uh, and i remember they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said, I want to be an author. Mm. I just wanted to tell stories. right?" And you are one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. I have Hello. I have three books. Now. And so I changed my name to Vanessa. Because Vanessa was my pen name. Because I was, you know, fifth grade, I thought you have a pen name. So my pen name was Vanessa. I remember writing a whole book with little pictures and everything. And that is how my love for storytelling started. And then as I um, got older... And I became a therapist and I started doing the work. The power of your story, it could mm-hmm. be very healing. Um, when we gather together, we share stories like parables. If you read the Bible or the Quran, or if you're looking at when um, black folks were enslaved in this country and they would sit around mm-hmm. and share stories. Right. Yeah. So stories could be. Either spoken word, songs, but it was the sharing of the pain, of the truth, of the wisdom, right? And so to me, that is why I love storytelling, right? So when we shift that and we take those narratives, it actually helps the next person. And so that is what I thought about when I was doing the TED. I was like, what powerful stories or truths can we share? What wisdom can we share with the world? So that way, when they think about Compton, they're thinking about the person who worked at google right they're thinking about the council person they're thinking about the historian who decided to hey let's have some uh, altars in our, my yard or they think about the cultural community connections mm. um in addition to kendrick in addition to ava DuVernay. so what are the stories that can enhance what compton is
0: mm, that's powerful That's powerful. And I heard earlier you said uh, you went to a TED TED Talk or TEDx Mm -hmm. and you you noticed that it was different. Like, can you explain that?
1: So when when I was on Facebook and I saw that they were doing a TEDx, right? I said, let me figure out what this is about, right? I didn't go to that event. But what happened was I started to just do research and I realized the difference between a TEDx and a TED event. Okay. So, my first TEDx event I ever went to was TEDx Crenshaw, because um, I joined their team so that I can learn how to host a TED event.
0: Okay. Um, proximity. I, yes. I get it. Yeah, in environment.
1: So, I love Zanetta. Um, actually, TED connected me with Zanetta. Oh,
0: okay. hmm
1: So, I had seen her event on Facebook, um, but TED, when I applied for the license, TED connected me to Zanetta, because she was one, I think of... In this general area, South L.A., uh, that had that was close enough to had a TED license, TEDx license. So when I learned the difference between a TEDx and a TED, uh, so TEDs are global, right? Okay. They're larger conferences. It costs about it costs thousands of dollars to attend a TED conference because it's multi-day, right? A TEDx is locally organized. Okay. So it's a community based initiative, not a global one. Okay. So that's why a TEDx will be named after the uh, community that's hosting it. Okay. Right. And so, like, TED is usually like the country or the region or something like that, like TED Women, TED Australia. So it's different ones. And so, when I learned the difference between the two, it became even more profound mm. that. This is something that could be important for the community. But the first TED event that I went, TEDx event I went to was TEDx Crenshaw.
0: So, is it like hard to apply? Like is it like a certain amount of money? Like what like how like how does the application process go? Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, I must have hit a nerve.
1: <laughs> so, bring it
0: back. Ah, bring it back. Come on now.
1: So, It's just weird. The TEDx license is just weird. I'm going to say that. Uh, (laughs) Because you apply for a TEDx license, you have to explain what your event is, have a theme, you have to choose the disciplinary areas that you want to cover in your talk, in your event. Um, Then you have to tell them what your favorite TED videos are. Like, when I first applied for TEDx Copter Boulevard, I had a very detailed application. Right, they sent it back, and told me I was too specific. So I'm like, okay. So I was like, okay. So I I, I did it again, sent it back. They denied me again, so I was too broad. Okay. <laughs> right. And then the second time, they also told me that. Um, 'Cause I kept using Ted's the Boulevard, but they kept telling me I could not use it was weird, cause I keep I saved all the emails. Um, so then the, that's when they connected me with Zanetta. So me and Zanetta looked at my application. She said, Veronica, I don't see anything wrong with your application. Okay. She said, You provide the right information. Uh, she said, just probably mix it up, add a little bit of art, you know, to balance it out, right? Uh, so I said, Okay. The, uh, so they had an issue with the name that I selected, right? Which was mm-hmm. Ted S. Compton Boulevard. Yes. So at first I was like, well, are they doing it because it's Ted X Compton Boulevard, right? So I sent the same application back, just changed a couple of words and changed the name. Because you have to select the name when you apply for a license. Okay. All right. So I selected uh, Ted X Hub City.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But at you can't do it, that. You can't, can't use that. nicknames you can't oh. use that but they approved it okay they approved yes they did they okay. approved it but they said oh your application's been approved i was pissed because i'm like it's the same application they said your <laughs> application has been approved you just need to change the name you can't use ted hub city i said okay i'm gonna use ted s compton boulevard yeah so
0: Went right back to it i
1: went right back to it but they couldn't deny it because i already my application was already Improved. approved
0: okay all right all right that, that's that's third good to time's
1: the charm Hella. i said i said they're playing games um, even when i did the license for this one uh, for our 2023 event okay we went back mind you this is literally our third event i know how to apply for a license so um and it's free to apply for a license it's free. okay that's that's good to know it's free it does not cost because you got to spend all your money creating an event um but it's free to apply for a license right um, because it's locally organized. So um, you,
0: so you just said something. You said, oh, um, you know, you got to spend all your money to create the event. So mm-hmm. TED doesn't give you the funding, no. to like, oh, absolutely okay.
1: not, absolutely not, no.
0: Okay, I mean, s- some people don't know, so I gotta, I gotta ask.
1: No, so TED does not give you the funding. Um, you have to do it yourself. You have to fund TED, and you, you have to be careful even with the word fundraise, because there are certain things you could promote on your TED page. Like, if you go to the SCOTTA Boulevard page, you'll never see, like, the paint parties we were doing or any of the fundraising events because we're not allowed to have that on the page. Okay. But you'll just see, like, uh, in the stories. We can share it in the stories, but we can't. If you notice, we don't do it on the main page. So you have to fundraise or get sponsorships. And even with sponsorships, you can't cross-brand, Right. It's just it's just very specific rules because they're protecting their brand, which yeah. makes sense, right? Um, so any money made from you cannot make a profit off of a TED event. Every dollar raised has to go into the event. You're not allowed to keep the money. Okay. So if there is an overage, you have to apply it to your next event. You cannot just use it. Mm. Or you could use, let's say, for instance, we had an overage from our event in June. Then that money can be used to send me to TED Women. Okay. So you can use that to send the, the licensed holder to a TED event.
0: Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: But like you that. cannot use it to pocket. So every dollar, that's why you have to have a budget. Because every dollar raised, all the ticket sales, all of that goes back into production.
0: So... Um, from my understanding, your very first TEDx event was during the pandemic.
1: It, it happened right. It happened right at the start of the pandemic. It was scheduled to happen at the height. Remember when we first started? Play, Marcus on the, so, on the team. I'm on the team. <laughs> uh, we started planning in 2019, and we were like a week or a two way. yeah it
0: was like a week and a half halfway. away
1: from the actual event so we had our event scheduled for march 28 2020 right mm-hmm. we have been planning it for like nine months first event we were doing it at the um, little theater at copter college we were excited we went to the theater had everything set up bought all of the things we 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 sc- mapped yeah. out everything right 12 days before our event, Compton College sends an email out and said due to the uh, COVID-19, they were shutting down the campus, which meant that we could not do our what event meant. on campus. So we had to pivot.
0: So, okay. So t- talk to me about the pivoting. What did that Ooh. look like? What did that look like? Because I'm just, now I'm imagining the audience is not there. Nope. So now we're walking around with masks like what do we do like
1: we have to pivot twice okay so when we pivoted in 2020 because we have to pivot in 2023 too that's a fact that's a fact Uh, i love y'all because you cannot do anything without a great team so when Compton college sent the email and told me we would not be able to hold our event all right
0: did you say oh that's it like oh whatever. no
1: no Okay. Obstacles are just something to jump over, right? Okay. I I like that. Okay. I was like, I worked too hard to get this license. We're going to figure this out. And so I never forget where I used to work at. We used to do our weekly, our monthly meetings there, right? And I remember I was praying. I said, we did not come this far to fail, right? So what can we do? And I never forget, I walked into that room. I said... We're gonna have it here, right? I said, We're gonna have it here. We're gonna have it safely here. And I remember I called Carmen, Joseph, and you. Yes. And I said, I need y'all to come over here. I got an idea, right? Mark is cool. Mark was like, You let me know. Like, I'm going <laughs> go with it. So Carmen and Joseph, the Tanners, came. I told Carmen, I said... "Break The want dream win. team. The dream team. I said, Carmen, I want all of this covered. And she, and Carmen, I love to... They never questioned it because they know that I thought about it before I asked them to do it. So they came in. I remember we played with it, came in, turned mm-hmm. the lights off. You, you tested it out with the camera. We had the spotlight. We tested it out, right? Yeah. And I was like, we're going to have it here. And so what I had to do was just uh could we have bags for the guests we have water bottles mm-hmm. snacks lanyards all of the things and so what I had to do was pivot in a way that we could still have the event on the day remind you zoom and stuff I was using zoom as a saw <laughs> <start> the microphone <laughs> I was using zoom as a life coach but I never used zoom for anything outside of meeting with clients I've been okay. using zoom since 2016 Oh, wow. Yes, because I would meet with my coaching clients via Zoom. So, we had no way of knowing how to stream the event. So, we had to do it, and it was wild. So, Mark was on sound. We had another person on video. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had Joseph and myself. We were recording with our phones, (laughs) and then we uploaded the videos Okay, so, remember we didn't have an audience. Luckily, the tickets were free because the city of Compton sponsored the event. Okay. So, people still, we had so many people sign up. It was the first TEDx event in Compton, so we had so many people sign up. So, we had to create a Facebook event page, right? And with the Facebook event page, um, and it was hard to go live because the service in that place was crappy, right? So, we had to, like, record it and then upload it in sections right so when Drake, um andre spicer hub city dre he was the host for the first event mm-hmm. so when he came on he would introduce people we would show him introducing the person then the person talking and then pause and then i would run and upload it right and give the little introduction and we i just had to do that that whole day right mm-hmm. and some of the videos were taking a long time to upload Load right because of wi-fi we it just was wild but we got those uploaded into the facebook event group so that families and friends could watch it right and then we just had to explain to people the the edited videos would be available on youtube in like two to four weeks but the speakers had to come in they could not bring any guests right it was just production and a speaker um uh, but i did give all the speakers like gift bags because we had all these gift bags to take back to the people who were going to come okay. and support them so we had all the gift bags ready we all had our mask on we were all um, social distance um and then we had shamika in the front doing post interviews um uh, on facebook li- uh, ig live so we figured it out we figured it oh when everything was over, I felt like I crashed because my adrenaline was so high, trying to make sure everything was going. And everybody was safe. Oh, my goodness. I had to I had to rest for two days after that because uh, I was like, okay, we did it, but my, I'm exhausted mm-hmm. because it was just like high alert because we didn't know what COVID was. We had this big event planned. I had to make sure um, everybody said, I'm glad the speakers still showed up because I was scared the speakers weren't going to show up because... You know it's COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um. But they still showed up, so we we were able to get it done.
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's power to pivot. Power to pivot. Man. So breakout session. All right, real quick. Right. right? you have to choose either music or film. You only can choose one. Music. Okay. So if you had the opportunity to produce your own show, right? You only get to choose three artists are dead or alive uh-huh. who's going to perform what who would perform and where would they perform
1: okay so if i had to pick three artists oh definitely beyonce
0: okay I, B, B is
1: performing be is performing is she
0: opening or closing the show oh
1: she is the headliner
0: oh she's the headliner it's beyonce. Like over mike over prince you know you're like okay
1: so mike when i was younger i love michael jackson right but now when I'm thinking about music that I feel resonates with me, I feel like as a, as a woman in this stage of okay. my life, it would be Beyonce. Okay. It would be Beyonce, right? She would be the headliner, right? Okay. And then Ari Lennox would be the opener. Ari Lennox? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. These two people that are live. Right. All right. I, I want to focus on people alive I had enough depth in my life okay. okay and then uh and then I would literally close with Jasmine Sullivan wow come on that's hey that's a dope that's a dope that's I, real dope oh, I just love that the, vibe. And the location was where again what would the location would be Where would we be
0: so far it could be anywhere it could be on a
1: beach oh yeah It would definitely wouldn't be in a no stadium it would be like uh <laughs> I'm thinking we would be in a beautiful park, a sanctuary-looking space, lots of green. Okay. Um. Water flowing, like okay. a you know, I can't I can't envision exact location, but I know it would be nothing but grass, right? Uh, it wouldn't be like a traditional stage; it just be like a little a little stage. Everybody would have their blankets. We'd be vibing out. It's not like a park
0: situation yeah. but next also like a, a lake. like a park,
1: lake type. You know, like, you ever been to Eldorado Park? No. It's a place called Eldorado Park in Long Beach. But it has this big lake. There's ducks walking around. So it would be like a garden type of okay. vibe. All, All right. right. I like that. All right. right, right. All, yeah. right. All, All right. right. All yeah. right. Let me I find see. out you a hippie. Let me find <laughs> I, out. I, I, like, I, I, look. Like. I would be one if I wasn't so urban.
0: Okay, I I'm urban that.
1: hippie. Urban I like, hippie. I don't like wearing like, shoes. I just like to flow. I just, I love the beauty of nature. So, but I don't like bugs. <laughs> no facts. I'm good with it. How you like nature if I don't like bugs? Okay? No, no. I feel you. Okay. I'm with it.
0: I like it too. I like going out there yeah. barefoot in the grass, mm. but I don't like laying in it too long because I'm like, then I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm like I'm itchy. Yeah, I feel Like you.
1: bugs are so intrusive. Okay. Okay.
0: So so all right. You talked about like oh the city of Compton uh, funding the very first Compton Blowout. So is it a GoFundMe? Like what do you, what do you do? Like how do you make them? Like how do you get this funded? Because we have ideas all the time. We right. want to produce things. You'd be like yo, forget it. I ain't going to do it because I ain't got the
1: money. Money. So how was that? It was. We had to fundraise. Uh, I think fundraising is very important when you're doing any type of event. Um, if you can do like a, I Fund women account or a GoFundMe, that's perfect. But if you have a specific time frame, it, it, to me it makes more sense to do um, fundraisers. So we did paint parties, we did a silent auction okay oh that side of auction was fun uh we did it over at the uh compton airport
0: oh that was fun
1: that was fun but it rained and Morgan freeman was there
0: yes he was
1: (laughs) and the first the guy from the one to see airman was there yeah Yeah. he was still alive i mean that was a vibe so it started raining we were in a hangar Um, at the Compton um, Airport inside the Tomorrow's Aeronautical Museum and Morgan Freeman happens to walk in. So I started laughing like, is that why it's raining? Um, Morgan Freeman (laughs) comes in and then I guess he's getting ready to do a movie or something because he was there with one of the uh, elders who's a Tuskegee Mm -hmm. airman um, and they gave him an award or something because he had a plaque. We got plenty of pictures of it. He was in a wheelchair. We all spoke with him and Mm -hmm. I just thought that was just so interesting Uh, for that, uh, we sell merchandise. Yeah, uh, you have to sell. We sell sweaters, hoodies, cups, mugs. We sold art. art. We sell everything, and then we also have sponsorship packages. Okay, so people pay to be in the program for the sponsorship package, which also included two tickets. But mm. you know, pandemic. But uh, having very creative. Um, Fundraising ideas, um, it really helps to fund the project. Um, If you can get sponsorship like in um, lieu of cash, um, that's even great because it cuts down on the cost. For instance, the city of Compton sponsoring our first event. That saved us thousands of dollars on a venue. And so that means the rest of the money that was raised went into production, um, paying for the host, paying for materials. So yeah, fundraising is very, very important. Um, And since our event, when I did the first TEDx here in Compton, I wanted it to be accessible. Okay. So sponsorships were very important and making sure we fundraise is very important because I did not want people to have to pay for this event, Mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of times... I want people to know when we did tabling, we were at Compton Art Walk, and we were out there. It was me, Mr. Higgins, Antoinette, Dana, and we were all out there. We were A lot of people didn't even know what a TEDx was, so we were out there explaining to people what a TEDx was. In the community, was. they didn't
0: know what a no. TEDx was? Okay.
1: In the community, they did not, so we were at Compton Art Walk, and we had to sign, and people were like, oh, what is this? So we kept trying to explain, and I thought, and that, in my mind, I said, this is why we need to bring it. Yeah. To the community. People are unaware of what a TEDx is. Somebody even heard of TED Talks. So the assumption is that everybody knows what a TED Talk is and not everyone does. And so Mm -hmm. just sharing that information was important. And that made it even more profound to have a TEDx in Compton.
0: So when you talked about the sponsorship aspect, Mm -hmm. like how, how was it cold calls? What are you doing in terms of like actually bringing like sponsorships and brands to actually fund or like help? A TEDx.
1: So when we had our first event, we had everyone broken up into different committees. So we did have a sponsorship committee. Um, I gave them the templates to send out to businesses like Target, uh, Little Caesar. uh, Plenty uh, had just came to Compton, so they just volunteered to be a sponsor, but they were giving us produce. Um, because when we were doing it in person, we were going to pass out food and it had to be prepackaged, and so they were going to bring us our prepackaged food. Um, we were looking for in-kind donations from Target. Um, just you have to; it has to be in alignment with what you need. What well, we learned that a lot of people would donate in-kind but may not give money. Okay. So if you need stuff for your sponsorship bags, like for your speakers then reach out to those people. So that's how we were able to do it. Oh, that's a
0: good thing. Mm
1: -hmm. So instead of buying all of the speakers things, we um, reached out to people and asked them to donate the items. And because we were using, uh, we had a nonprofit fiscal sponsor because a TEDx is not a nonprofit. Um, A TEDx is just a license under TED. TED is the nonprofit. Oh,
0: I thought you had to have an actual nonprofit in order to do a TEDx?
1: No, it's just an event. It's oh, an event okay. license. Okay. And so a lot of people think TEDx is a um, nonprofit. Is not. It is actually just an event. So you need a nonprofit fiscal sponsor. So that way, when people are donating, it could get written off under your fiscal sponsor. Okay. So our first <laughs> event together, Let's Rise, was our fiscal sponsor. So when people donated at the end, we sent them um, letters of donation in kind or monetary so that way they could um, write it off on their taxes oh
0: okay no no no. that's dope that's really dope that's really dope and what are some of the i, I guess like because you talked about some of the hiccups because you know covid right and this is your third or fourth one. Third. Third mm-hmm. one right so is this going to be annually like you're going to be doing this like no, no no okay
1: we took a chance and did two in 2020 because we did tedx copter boulevard And then we did Ted the Boulevard women, right? Uh, And then because of other circumstances in my life, we didn't do another one until this year, 2023. Um, And I just don't wanna, I don't wanna do it annually. Like I'm gonna apply for a license in 2024, but the event will not be till 2025. Mm. So I will apply for the license next year and then when they ask for the date could you have a year from the license to do your event okay so i'm gonna apply for the license next year but not do the event to 2025
0: okay 2025 yeah and what is something that we may be looking for in in that is it i don't know that you're not going you're not giving out the secrets i don't know it's nothing to give out
1: because i don't know because even because i have to find the disciplinary areas that we want to cover and then i have to come up with the question for each area Okay. And I don't have a bandwidth for that. We just finished one. And so okay. <laughs> this year we did like social, um, invisible disabilities, okay. which is the humanity. We did art history. And then <laughs> I forgot the third. One. <laughs> I, it was one. Oh, my brain. Wait. Art history because of brill. And then we had... Uh, it hey, don't matter. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah no, we no, gotta no, 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 get into no, that. We no, gotta no, get into, we're we're into that. that. I forgot. But, okay. No, but you have to pick the three. So that's why when when someone does a TED and they tell you the areas, their talk has to fall under the theme in one of those areas, right? And so that is why when we're doing the applications where people apply to be speakers. If their talk is not in the area that we applied for the license for, then you're not following directions. We clearly, when you apply for the, when you apply to even be a speaker, I use the same content from the application. Like your talk has to fall into one of these disciplinary areas because that's what we got the license for.
0: Okay. So this is a great uh, question. What, like, who do you choose? Like, how do you get the word out? I'm gonna create this, I got the license now. Now how who do I get to speak? Mm. You know, because if I'm the license holder, I can't speak. No. It, no. Like, so now I can't speak. No. Right? So I'm producing this, but like who do I get to come and be on the stage and how many people can I have on the stage? You can have Is as many limit? as you
1: want. Okay. You could you could pick as many speakers as you want. It's just do you really want people to be bored? Um <laughs> so our first event we had nine speakers. We had nine speakers. Um, And that's because we were going to do it big because it was the first one, right? Uh, So when you are looking... After you do your application, you get your team together, uh, then you have to do a call for speakers. So when I did a call for speakers, I just had everybody sharing it everywhere. Okay. So my team... On my personal social media on my business social media then i created the tedx caught the boulevard page and then we had a social media person so they were blasting it and then speakers have to apply right so when they apply you just complete the application and you submit the one minute video of your talk idea that falls in one of the disciplinary areas okay so it has to be a one minute i video explaining your idea don't call you it's not your talk it is your talk idea, right? Oh, I wanna talk about how the intersection of art and history can be healing to underserved communities.
0: Oh, that would be, okay, that's what you mean. Uh, That's
1: a good one. Uh, Yeah, that's real good, that's like that. uh, When we watch this, I'm gonna write that down. Uh, (laughs) But no, but that's all we're looking for, right? So, So, we have a time period from this time, I like to do like 30 day application periods, 'Cause you don't apply within that thirty days, I don't know what to tell you. Because that we have to go through all the videos and applications. And so when you are when you apply for the when you apply to be a speaker, you fill out the application, after the application period is closed, my team and I, I usually don't because, you know, so a lot of people that apply, I know them. So I try to just so my team reviews all the videos, they get a rubric. They have to tally so we have a speaker team the speaker team goes through all the videos they get to select three they're three okay when a speaker team selects their three each person selects three they send it i have a uh google form and they vote right and then based on those votes like who got the most that's how i pull out the top eight or ten whatever and call them in for in-person auditions okay so and
0: with the in-person audition mm-hmm. is it the same for their idea or yes. they're actually talking
1: it's the same for the idea so now okay. we're trying to see tell us more about your idea and again getting a, a, a feel for their stage presence okay and so um because a lot of times people may have great stage presence but a horrible idea or they might have a uh, horrible uh great stage present uh, horrible idea of a great stage presence so we just want to see how they look on the carpet okay and can they follow directions because mm-hmm. if they're not easy to work with or they can't answer the questions so I give the team a set of questions that they ask the speaker when a speaker comes in through
0: Chat GPT, like how, how, how do you get these questions oh like, no
1: I create the questions
0: okay okay, yes. <laughs>
1: okay. Chat GBT wasn't around oh, uh, I, know, I know I gotta ask I know because luckily me being a therapist, being an educator, I know how to come up with the questions. Okay. So I come up with a set of questions, very simple, like, why do you choose this talk idea? Why do you feel like this is an uh, idea that needs to be shared globally? Like, mm-hmm. remember, your idea is not just for Compton, it's for the world, right? What is your connection to Compton? So stuff like that, right? Okay. After that, the team, everybody gets one. They, they put their notes on it, they give it to me, and then they do the final vote. Okay. Every talk, I select one or two people that I just know are going to be there. So I select one or two, and then the rest of the spots are community spots. Okay. Mhm. Like for the first one, I selected JB. She didn't have to audition. Mm. I knew she was going to be a phenomenal... Uh, so I invited her to speak. Okay. And she accepted the invitation.
0: Okay. So, so how that. many invitations can you, like, send out, I guess? how However many? Um... Okay, so you, you've been bringing up team, 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 team. So how does that work? Like, how does, like, the team, how do I get a team together for someone to believe in what we're doing, mm-hmm. the TEDx, and, like, do they get compensated? Like, how does, how does it work?
1: Team members are volunteers. We're all volunteers. We do not get paid. Only time people get paid, if, if uh, only people, only professional services get paid. Team members do not get paid. So if, the, if there's a company that company is paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first TED, um, I just went on my Facebook page. Was like, got this license for TED. I'm going to need help. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need help. And all my people started inboxing me, texting me, V, this is great. I want to be a part. I want to be a part. I want to be a part. That's why the first TED event was filled with, with all of them are filled with people that I know. And then some people like Abigail Lopez Bird, I met um, because we were going to use the place she used to work at as a place to do the in-person auditions, and she's like, "Can I be a part of this?" I was like, "Yeah, girl!" And so she, so stuff like that is uh, are also ways that people join. Um, we do get people who join who are not a fit. And you say, i just say a little prayer and they remove themselves. God does the word.
0: Hello. Hello, Come on now. (laughs)
1: Tabernacle. But um, I I have been very, very blessed with an amazing team. Like our first team, I believe we had like 23 people. We had social media, volunteer, vendor entertainment. We had sponsorship. We had, we just had a, a large team. A large team. And all reason I know is like 23 because I will have to make sure when I send the email that I got everybody. So I have to count because I don't know how to do list. Um so not a lot of people are blessed with such a large and dedicated team. I feel like I'm really blessed with a large and dedicated team who have done all the events. Mm-hmm. Some people say, hey I can't do this event and that's fine. And then some people are like hey can I have one I I feel like I've been very blessed with a very uh, amazing team with a very amazing skill set. Awesome.
0: Okay. 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 So if like let's say if somebody wants to uh, jump in and actually like want to create something like this, Mm -hmm. like what is some of the advice that you would give them?
1: First, I would say first think about who can help you. I think that is first. Okay. Before you can even apply, before you even apply for the license, think about it is a TED is a production It is literally like a, it is a conference. It's like a half day conference because people are listening to people speak. I want you to envision what you want people to get from it. If it's just about you being a person who do the TEDx ego is not, it's not the thing you want to lead your event. You have to think about what is the impact I want to make, right? How can we help people? How would this push the community further? Um, That's how I thought about it. Then after that, think about, well, who do I need and what do I need? So I knew for a fact I was going to need somebody for vendors, volunteer entertainment, uh, event management, branding, sponsorship. I already knew the groups before people even signed up. Mm. And then when you get people signed up, you have to play people to their strengths right? If you play people to their strengths, it doesn't feel overwhelming for them. So, like, for social media, for the first event, I had a person on Facebook, one person on Instagram, and one on Twitter. Okay. So, it didn't seem overwhelming for them, and we all had a group together in Slack. Uh, I had everybody based on a team in different Slack channels, Um, and then they would just, it made so easy, they would just repurpose contents and just reformat it for that platform
0: well you know what i'm i'm glad that you just you brought up slack Mm -hmm. right and earlier you you said that you created a google form Mm -hmm. right what are some of the systems
1: some of the systems slack i love slack i love slack uh the reason i love slack is because we do have a facebook group for our team members everybody's not on facebook no i have a few team members who do not do social media so slack was an effective way to communicate outside of emailing because not everybody check their email but with slack i like you could share files share images mm-hmm. uh, put the calendar invite in there uh, share media posts and links i loved it and okay. it's accessible i use slack yeah and email that was it for me i know a yeah. lot of people like to use the walkie talkie app i didn't like the walkie talkie app i just went and got walkie talkies oh yeah during we didn't even the need them yeah during the event we didn't even need them um but i we didn't need them but i also made sure everybody had everybody phone number so i put people phone number in the facebook group and in the slack just in case they need to text again contact with each other because i feel like we're team members you people can have your number uh, but no slack 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 <laughs> love it love it
0: love it <laughs> no
1: yes I, I like okay. that <laughs> so um
0: it, my last question will, uh, my last question is going to be like what is something that you just want to leave people in general like what is something that you want to tell somebody like you know for them to get through life what is it
1: always trust in whatever your higher power is um when you operate from a place of faith And that anything is possible, right? Uh, Instead of saying nothing's impossible, anything is possible, right? Um, And just be flexible. Uh, Faith, flexibility, possibility, right? Uh, I think those are the three things that you need to have um, in life um, when you're working with the community, when you put on any events, Faith, flexibility, and possibility.
0: Mm, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Put that thank on you. Your shirt. I know, right? I Come on <laughs> ah. All right. Thank y'all so much for tuning in for the very first episode of Production Pod. And again, please subscribe, check us out more, you know, each and every Friday. Thank you again. Peace.